You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hi everybody and a warm welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm Mark Nicholas from the Palakali International Cricket Stadium. Neil Manthorpe used the words rich entertainment and they perfectly sum it up. An enthralling first day of the second test match here in Palakali. England won the toss and opted to bat. Once again, the start wasn't so good. He's got through Joe Root. The England captain is bewildered. He looks behind at his stumps and wonders how on earth that's got past him. England had slid to 165 for six when Sam Curran came to the wicket. Sam Curran, a clean swing of the bat. Oh, down goes Curran again. He gives us a mighty whack. It's gone higher, it's gone further. And Curran pulls this away powerfully. And for six. Yes, it was an extraordinary innings from Curran. Finally dismissed for 64 after smashing six sixes. So Sri Lanka came out to bat and Kaushal Silva was the first man in trouble. Leach is in. Oh, he straight through. It's a quicker one. Jack Leach has pushed that one through. A couple of miles quicker. Kaushal Silva has lunged forward at fraction late. And the Sri Lankans finishing 26 for one at the close of play, just avoiding any further trauma in those last two overs against Moen Ali and uh, Jack Leach. That's in reply to England's 285. Um, let's come to Darren Goff first. Goffy, uh, uh, firstly, a, a fabulous day's cricket to watch. Wonderful day's cricket. To come here today, it's been, the game's moving forward. We've seen some good, well, some great batting, and we've seen some poor batting. We've seen some good bowling from Pereira. We've also seen some poor bowling from Akila Dananjaya and Pushpa Kamara. I didn't think they bowled really well today. I'm not quite sure what is a good score. Having watched that day's play today, I'm absolutely confused. Yes, it's turning. Yes, the odd one's turning and bouncing. But still, England will be happier with 285 
on the scoreboard. Well, yeah, and I know Matt Prowse got a very different view. <laughs> he thinks England have got a darn good score. I think that's what he thinks anyway. Yeah, I do. I, I, I still, I've just had a quick run out here to look at the wicket and see how it's sort of deteriorate, how it's drying out, look, what the footholds look like. I don't think it's an easy wicket to bat on. I said at the beginning, 250, I think it's a past score. England managing to get past that with a bit of luck, must be said. But they've got past that. And uh, 285, I think, is a good score for this first innings. Interesting some of England's ta tactics, uh, particularly Joss Butler going about his innings by sweeping and reverse sweeping almost exclusively. In fact, hardly looking to score anywhere else, Matt. I think what was really, what was really pleasing about Butler's innings was he came out, he, he knew he had to take responsibility. Now everyone expects Butler to walk out and just slap it around and, and take the attack to the, to, the, to the bowlers. But actually he came out and he looked to play really sensibly. He looked to play straight, he looked to use good technique against the spinners, but he looked like he was going to get out every ball because it was spinning and it was moving. So actually he changed and thought, well, I'm not just going to sit in here and wait for a good ball to get me out. I'm going to do something. I'm going to change. I'm going to adapt. And he just started sweeping. And he's such a fantastic sweeper of the cricket ball, whether it's an orthodox sweep or a reverse sweep. And the Sri Lankan ball, it, it changed the sort of tempo of, of the innings. And the Sri Lankan captain, must be said, and bowlers didn't really know what field to have for him and how to put pressure back on him. Let's wind the clock back to the start of the day and use a fast bowler to tell us about an opening batsman. Rory Burns made a valuable, creditable 43 today. Yeah, I, th I think he's looked good. He's all three innings. He started in test cricket. I thought he looked good in goal. Like I say, he got that tickle down the leg side, then stupidly run himself out in the second innings, then he looked all set. Today, again, he looked busy at the crease. He looked positive. He had the sweep. He got the drive. Unorthodox stance, but he somehow managed to hit the ball in the right areas. And I think he's difficult to bowl at. And I'm, I'm really excited about him moving forward. Kean Jennings, after a brilliant day in uh, goal, 146, and played well in the first innings, by the way, were back with the, just a little bit of movement with the new ball, coming round the wicket, Lackmile, and nicked him off. The, a dismissal we've seen so many times over the last 12 months. When you look at his slightly complicated setup to face the ball, do you see anything that you'd hone in on as an opponent? Uh, not really. I think it was. You mean Rory Burns? Yeah. Yeah, Rory Burns. I think what I'd be looking to do to him if I bowled at him oh early God. doors is to get the ball swinging back into him with that with that setup. The way he moves, there's a bit of movement there. The bat's in a funny position, but he ends up coming back straight just before you let go. He delivered a ball. He comes back and it's really straight. Basically, it's a bit like remember the old days, Peter Willie when he used to bat. Everybody said, "How do you ball to him?" He had that stance. But by the time you'd, but by the time you got the ball to him, it was it was straight down, straight down. I think that's the, that's the important thing to look at is actually the position the batsman is in when the ball is released. I think that's the that's the key element, and you know Rory Burns is in a very good position. But I agree, Goffey. But just watching him today, you'd you'd, you'd fancy just swinging one back and see. I've I've asked people that have played a lot of cricket with him, and they say he doesn't have an issue with LBW. And if you go on his pads, a bit like Jonathan Trot, everyone thought, oh, I'm going to fancy that. I'm going to go at Trotty. But if you don't get it right and he gets it right, he's going for four every single time. Okay, and then we move on to Sam Curran and Adil Rashid. Let's start with Adil. You've seen him bat. I mean, he got 30-odd today that really mattered. I thought he played beautifully. Absolutely, and I've always said about Adil, I think the kid can play. He's uh, always been a talented batsman. When I went back, the first thing I did as captain of Yorkshire, I said he was going to bat six for me. 
and he got a thousand runs that season. He didn't let me down one bit. He played some beautiful innings. And as I said, I, now he's getting some responsibility. He's still what at eight or nine when he bats, but he can play the kid. Coming in at number nine for England. It's a fantastic talent to have coming in at that stage. He scores quickly. He's very wristy, as you would expect. He can hit down the ground. He can also sweep. So I think he's a fantastic player, Adol Rashid, and he played some good shots today on what we think is a difficult pitch, but I'm still not quite sure. Yeah, it's a turning pitch, if it's yeah. a difficult pitch. We're waiting for Sam Curran, because he can tell us about Sam Curran himself. He can do the first person singular thing, um, but he's still another 20 yards away, so I'll waffle a bit, because I think he is coming to us first. Um, or is he going to Sky first? We'll find out. He's with Danny Rubin, the player, media liaison guy. Very good is Danny. Here's Sam. Excellent. Uh, Sam, you've timed this particularly well as we're just appraising your performance. Um, you won't be surprised to hear that we're full of praise. Boy, you seem to have some fun out there today. Yeah, it was good fun, obviously, in a great position now to be 285 on the board. Where it looked like we were only at T. Root, he said, let's try to sneak up to 250. So, obviously, take that as a bonus. And obviously, you saw there, me and Jim have obviously got light work at the start there, and obviously, Leachy and Mobile beautifully. You took a little time just to weigh up the pitch, the pace of the pitch, I presume, and, and the amount of spin out there, and then suddenly it just became a launch pad. <laughs> to be honest, I really struggled the first few. I walked in a tee, and I didn't even want to look how many balls I had faced because I felt so scratchy whilst I was out there. But um, Rash got the pressure off me when he first came in, obviously got a few boundaries away, and um, that's what we spoke about. There's a ball in that wicker that's probably going to get you out and over time. So we try to have had that risk and reward mindset. Obviously, the fielder comes up, take him on, but if he's back play him on merit and just try to get those singles in. Obviously, Jimmy came out and also hung around with me, which was nice also. Do you happen to know if you've ever hit six sixes in innings before? Uh, not really, I don't. <laughs> not really, I'm not sure. It's a pretty good effort. Some of them were sweetly struck. Pick one for us. That Extra cover? Yeah, to be fair, I thought I didn't really know what the rule was with negative bowling towards the end there. I didn't say anything he threw out wide. I said, I'm just going to have a dip at. And luckily, it came out the screws. And yeah, it was good fun. But um, the main thing, obviously, we got a good score. Tell, I should say, tell us about the pitch. Oof, well, I think anyone watching, they obviously saw how much it started to turn. I think the, when we first started this morning, it was probably the best time to bat. It probably came on quite nicely. But there, it looked real tough. And it's spinning from straight now, which is probably a good thing for us leading into the game to get 300 on the board and have them 20 for one is pretty good. I don't think us seamers will have much bowling to do if I'm honest, but um, hopefully our three spinners and um, Ruti, if he comes on, can get a few wickets. So you would predict deterioration? Oh, massively. I think it's very dry. Anyone who looks at it, the cracks have opened up hugely from this morning and doesn't, if you look at it, if you look at it now, it probably doesn't look, if you look at it, it doesn't look like it's going to spin, but from when you're out there, it does spin. <laughs> Yeah, look, I, uh, you had a question. No, 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 I didn't. I was just so happy that Sam's just said that because it's something that we've been we've been talking about it all day. What is a what is a good score? So, uh, the one question I do have for you, I assume that England are happy with that first inning score. Oh, definitely. I think from where we were, obviously, I'd not to specifically know what it was when we came in at T, but I think maybe two twenty for seven, where Rash came and got a quick twenty before T. I think Ruti said even those partnerships of ten, twenty are huge because I think obviously he saw. With that side, Sri Lanka selected before the game. They've obviously know it's going to spin by picking one seamer again. Which, to be fair, leading up to this game, we all thought they would play an extra seamer. But um, 
they obviously haven't and it's probably a good thing that we won the toss and now got some good runs on the board. Sam, what's been impressive, but you've all got your ways of playing against spin. We've seen Josh Butler today, he worked out the, the pitch pretty quickly, sweeping, whether it be reverse sweep, orthodox sweep. You've took your time to get in and then you've decided to hit down the ground. That's the impressive thing, I think, about this England uh, cricket team today. Yeah, exactly. I think, obviously, I don't know if anyone saw Josh prepping for this game, but he did prepare massively on a few of those shots and it was it's great to watch and that kind of stuff. And especially for me as a youngster coming into this side, these boys have toured the subcontinent quite a lot and just chatting to them in the dressing room and learning from those types of boys. And obviously, Josh played beautifully. I think he was at a stage where he wasn't even looking to defend. He was so confident, reverse sweeping and sweeping. So um, it's obviously great to be batting at the other end when these boys are at the top of their game. And whilst me, I'm just <laughs> having a few slogs at the end and luckily came off today. <laughs> yeah, far too modest for your own good. Sam, thanks for your time. We appreciate thanks, it. Um, we can stroll back across here, guys, before these covers come on and then we'll we'll face our our um whatever it is satellite or we, we, sometimes we, we lose the signal because we turn away don't we we, we turn away we, we, go we get that excited yeah. yeah um what a kid he is isn't he he's got this tremendously bright outlook for life i love it i mean oh yeah i just uh, hung in there i mean all these boys who prep well and they're in great form and i just had a slog at the end and it's six sixes <laughs> yeah it's that it's easy as that i mean that's the mentality i had when i went into play but i never did six sixes let me tell you <laughs> i would have dreamed of it in six sixes I think there's a great insight into the dressing room as well and the culture that Joe Root and Ben Stokes and Joss Butler are trying to build within that within that dressing room that young players can come in and back themselves and play with freedom but also learn from from these players that have played a lot in the subcontinent now whether it be test match cricket or with the IPL or have other experiences and just to learn and I, I've been told that Sam Curran is like a sponge he will literally listen and he'll pick something up and be able to then transfer that into his game almost overnight. We're surrounded by this army of uh, young ground staff people that come to help put the covers on. We saw them at work in the one day as when we had all the rain and we were mighty impressed by them then. They're smartly dressed. They've changed, actually. They're in blue shirts now. They were in a different coloured shirt earlier. They've obviously got two outfits to fit. You've got, go on, go, go I was just going to say, do you know something? Cricketers, the modern-day cricketer, you, date, you just want to play, don't you? I mean, the guys, the Sri Lanka, fair play to the guys from Sri Lanka who have not been involved in the starting eleven for these last two games. All they have done today... Is either ball in the breaks or do some kind of training. They work them hard, don't they, Mike, these days, these cricket boys. Yeah, I would say they're moving rather slowly, though. They well, that trainer's well out in front, isn't he? Well, he's, he doesn't look at... <laughs> look at... I think it's Rajita at the uh, far end. He's, he's had a long, long day, and he doesn't look in the best... He doesn't look great. I mean, he's got a slight limp to him. He's the guy I would have played this test match, by the way. I think he's a fantastic talent. Yeah, if they'd played a second seamer, yeah. yeah. Um, so, to remind you, Joe Root won the toss, chose to bat. England made 285, having been 64 for 3, 89 for 4, 134 for 5, 171 for 7, and wait for it, 225 for 9, so they put on 60 for the last wicket. Rory Burns made 43, Joss Butler 63, Sam Curran 64, Adil Rashid 31. There were four wickets for Pereira, three for Pushpakamara, and two for Dananjaya. All in all, a day of, as I'll repeat it, Neil Manthorpe said, rich entertainment a day of uncertainty with all of us wondering what a good score is sam curran has just told us pretty straight that this is a good score that joe root said we want to try to get ourselves to 250 and they got themselves to 285 as for tomorrow um sam's given us a guiding light there too, isn't he? He's pressed the button for spin. He has, and we all know it's dry, and we all know it's turning a little bit, and the odd one's turned and bounced, which has been exciting, but it's always going to keep the spinner in the game. But I think what's made it difficult to predict is because Sri Lanka 
didn't bowl well. They got Pereira who bowled fantastic. I thought he had discipline, he turned the ball, he bowled accurately. But you look at the other two spinners today for Sri Lanka, they'll be sat in that dressing room so disappointed. They had England again for the second test in a row and they've thrown it away. Pushback got the wickets but he didn't bowl well today. He bowled poor balls, he bowled a lot of full tosses. Didn't use the facilities, as I said earlier in commentary. And, and definitely, Akila Dananjaya, he must be affected by being cold for that off-spinner. He bowled a lot more off-spinners today, but Josh Butler and Sam Curran both tucked into Akila. Last word from you, Matt. Well, I, I think it's England's day, especially getting that last, uh, that, that first wicket, shall I say, at, uh, towards the end of the day. They'll be coming in again tomorrow full of confidence. They know that the wicket, as Sam Curran said, it's now starting to turn off the straight, which is great news for them. All to do for Sri Lanka, but I think England are ahead in this test match. The light closes in on this fine cricket ground in Palakali, around the hills of Kandy. It's uh, evening time, players can settle and England players can relax. There was an unpromising moment or two during the day, but in the end they finished it in some sort of command. They made 285. In reply, Sri Lanka are 26 for one. The ball's spinning out there. It promises much for the likes of Moen Ali, Jack Leach and Adil Rashid tomorrow. Join us if you possibly can on TalkSport 2. For the moment, from all of us, good night. Blackmail again. It's gone. Nirasanta Quella takes the catch. Jennings pushing at that one. Pete and Jennings didn't look comfortable at any stage. Sri Lanka have done their homework. I don't know what they spotted in the last test match, but there's something that they have. Oh, that beautifully bowled. That's close. And Ben Stokes has to go. LBW to Pereira. He's got through Joe Root. The England captain is bewildered. Burns who comes forward, it's taken that slip, I think. England have lost an important wicket. Joss Butler is not reading the script. Big sweep, big sweep, then reverse sweep. 12 runs. Now that's LBW, is it? Missing leg stump, is it? It's missing leg stump. Lakmar's gone to the umpire, they will review. Wickets hitting. Well, uh, three reads to break. Review. We're going to now change know that ball was hitting the stumps. Uh, look at that. For confident batting. But a stands tall, pulls it out to square leg and goes to 50. Absolutely fantastic. Um, it's his 11.50 in Test cricket. And he hits the sweep, they're asking for the catch. Umpire has just confirmed, Ravi has just confirmed, Spoke's got to go. Well, that is a strange one. I think he waited, didn't he? He obviously heard a sound, Ben Folks thought he heard a sound. The umpire, once he gave him out, he decided not to, he was off, wasn't he? Just walked off. Oh, top switch, sweep, oh, Josh Butler's finally gone. And Butler's magnificently entertaining, counter-attacking 63 comes to an end. And Josh Butler, down goes Curran again. He gives this a mighty whack. It's gone higher, it's gone further. He's added 12 runs in four balls with two strikes. Benajai in, down the leg side, and Curran pulls this away powerfully. And for six. Well, he reaches 50 with a big and bomb squad. Finally, the England innings is over. But the question is, how much of damage has his last wicket done to Sri Lanka? From 225 for nine, England are a very res respectable 285 all out. What an innings there from young Sammy Curran. Brilliant, brilliant knock. Advantage England for me. Leach is in. Straight through, it's a quicker one. Jack Leach has pushed that one through. Leach has pushed that in, and it's an absolute beauty. Last ball of the day coming up. Here's Jack Leach. Forward comes, push back Amara. 
plays inside the line of it into the gloves of Ben Pikes it goes and the day's entertainment comes to an end and what rich entertainment it has been. This has been the following on podcast from TalkSport. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or on your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 